This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Loving Animals on Pet Life Radio with your host, Dr. Robin Ganser. So glad that you're joining us for this very special heartwarming edition of Loving Animals. This episode is just going to make your heart grow and certainly make you feel so much patriotism for our wonderful country. You know, friends, we at American Humane are so committed to helping America's veterans and recognizing their heroic contributions to our country, both on and off the battlefield. American Humane has been first to serve with the U.S. military for a century. In fact, it was our animal rescue program that was born Foreign friends on the battlefields of World War I in Europe, where at the request of the U.S. Secretary of War, volunteers with American Humane deployed to rescue and care for 68,000 war horses each month. Can you imagine? And today we continue to proudly honor this legacy through the American Humane's lowest Pope Life Center for Military Affairs. This program was founded through the generosity of my good friend and inspiration, philanthropist Lois Pope. And this center offers meaningful support to our armed forces with really two key areas of focus. First, providing life-saving service dogs to our veterans suffering from PTS. And second, to provide America's hardworking military dogs with their needed care, making sure they're reunited with their former handler, and very importantly, giving them life-saving medical care. We're thrilled today to welcome to this week's episode one of these incredible warriors, a warrior who served our country with courage and honor, and who we've been able to provide and match a buddy, a life-saving service dog. So, friends, this is going to be an episode you are going to want to stay and listen through the whole thing. And you're going to be meeting Army Veteran Sergeant Chris Ellis and Service Dog Lex in just a few minutes. Again, welcome to this week's episode of Loving Animals on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Robin Ganser, and we'll be back right after this brief message to meet Sergeant Chris Ellis and Lex. Stay tuned. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. To loving animals. As I teased you in the very beginning of our show, we're going to have the most heartwarming episode ever. I am so proud to introduce to you Sergeant Chris Ellis, an Army veteran who was part of the U.S. invasion of Iraq from the very beginning in 2003. He proudly calls military service the family business. And recently, American Humane paired Sergeant Ellis 
with Lex, a one-and-a-half-year-old male Labradoodle who was selected from an animal shelter located within a correctional institute in Louisiana, where he was initially trained and socialized by inmates. We're so thrilled to welcome today to our show Chris and Lex. Chris, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Oh, thrilled to have you, Chris. Chris, I'd love for you to share with all of our listeners. Tell us a little bit about your service to our country, and I just love that you called military service the family business. You know, like I said, it's something that my family has always done. My grandfather, his grandfather, my dad and brother. So that's pretty much what it is, is a family business for us. Tell us about going into Iraq in 2003. How old were you then, Chris? Uh, Let's see. I was in my lower 20s. 2023 or 24, that was a long time ago. But um, I remember the trip there. It was pretty scary. Not really knowing, you know, what to do or what was going to happen, I guess. And then uh, once the war started and we crossed the berm, it was there really wasn't much thinking left to do. You just did your job and, and hope for the best. What was your job, Chris? I was a infantryman. I was a dismounting infantry guy off, off of a Bradley, which is a Bradley fighting vehicle. is a track vehicle mm-hmm. that... Pretty much just takes us through the fight, drops us off, and when we're done, it picks us back up like a like a soccer mom's minivan, I guess. A little different than a soccer mom, I would guess, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. So those early days in Iraq, how many tours of duty did you serve? Only one tour in Iraq, and I did a tour in Macedonia. Tell us about Macedonia. Macedonia was a peacekeeping mission, and um, it was mostly okay. It wasn't much uh, danger involved in that, except for driving the roads. In your first tour in I- Iraq, tell us a little bit about some of those memories that you had from that experience. Well, I had some good ones, but most of them are pretty dark and not fun to think about. I can remember our, our first firefight when uh, we were in a town called Al-Kifla. It was a depth of peach for us, and that is where uh, we first engaged and had a long engagement, which is probably about two days long, I think. And um, my company came out pretty good. We didn't lose anybody, but mm-hmm. we took a lot of people. and. That was our, like I said, that was our first experience with, with a large group of the Iraqis. And it was kind of disheartening to see how they were treated before the fighting. Mm-hmm. And then just to have to continue to fight them. And then, yeah. Yeah. Chris, when you came back, how did these tours of duty change you? Well, when I came back, it was in July of 2003. And there wasn't really much fanfare or support yet. So I came back and um, I was all mixed up. But yeah, I didn't want to tell anybody because that would show weakness. Mm-hmm. So I pretended every, everything was okay and just fell into a world of drinking too much and mm-hmm. you know self-medicating and just ignoring my uh, issues. When was it, Chris, that you learned that perhaps a service dog might be uh, the right therapy for you? I think I've always thought about a service dog, but I had a pet and... I don't know, for some reason, I didn't want to cheat on my pet, but probably last year around this time is when I finally decided that service dog would probably be the best thing for me, especially for um, getting out in public and going shopping, doing small things like going to my daughter's school or, you know, to be there for her. You know, I've tried medications and therapies and light therapies and all kinds of stuff that the V offers, and Lex has been so much better than all those. Well, for our listeners, I want to share with them the fact that Lex is this precious one-and-a-half-year-old male Labradoodle. And again, he was selected from an animal shelter located within a prison in Louisiana, 
where he'd been trained by and socialized by inmates. We were able to take Lex, put him in American Humane Service Dog Training Program, and match him up thanks to the Matt Martin Foundation and Tito's Vodka. We were able to present Chris with Lex this past summer. Chris, tell us about the moment you first met this precious Labradoodle. What did you think when you met this dog? When I first met him, um, I almost cried, I guess. It was like a uh, weight was taken off. It was like almost an immediate relief to know that he was there for me. And then Lexi, his disposition is so awesome. He's cute and a little bit goofy. And he just makes you want to be at ease all, all the time. Wonderful. What's your daughter and your wife think? You have a beautiful daughter named Breland, a, a gorgeous wife, Carrie. Tell us about what both Carrie and Breland thought after meeting Lex and getting to see Lex and you interact. Hey, I love Lex, and Breland and Lex have a good bond going. We were watching them play last night, and it's just it's really cute. And my, my wife, she uh, enjoys me leaving the house more. So she really, you know, except for sharing a bed, sometimes she gets mad when, you know, when Lex jumps into bed with us. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, I know uh, Breland was quoted as saying she was so glad to have Lex bring her daddy back. I think that was just one of the most beautiful lines I think I've ever heard. And I know, Chris, you were saying that on the service dog graduation day, getting your service dog was been, has been a life changer. Uh, you have such a better outlook. Tell us about having the better outlook. I think you've now had Lex for about six months. How's this six months with Lex changed your life? I've been getting out more. And um, even when I'm having the bad days, he's there for me. I don't have to talk to him. I just rub him and pet him, and he understands what I'm going, what I'm thinking, I guess, and he just makes me feel better. I can't really explain it, but that's that's how it works. That's beautiful. Any last words you'd like to share with our listeners, Chris, about what having a service dog means to you? It means a new beginning for for me. It means um, being a better me. Wow. And I don't know if you know if um, you know this, but about two months ago, I had probably six friends that became part of the. 20, 22 a day and I was really hurt that time and Lex was there for me and I can't help but thinking and, you know if my friends had had an opportunity to have a dog like Lex you know would they be here I kind of think they would wow Chris I just got goosebumps on what you just said and I don't know if our listeners know that horrific statistic and that is that 20 veterans commit suicide every single day uh, and that's one reason American Humane and I was so personally inspired to create and to drive this shelter-to-service dog program because we, I believe, that we're saving lives on both ends of the leash because these dogs come from shelters where they can be euthanized. And then, of course, you just heard from Chris this horrific stat that uh, we need to understand as Americans who love our country what an obligation we have to stop that suicide rate. Chris, I'm so glad you have Lex, and I'm so glad that you and your wonderful family and Lex will join me in Florida for the next graduating class of service dogs for veterans or shelter-to-service dog program. And I'm so glad you're paying it forward by sharing your story and allowing us to touch so many lives. So thank you for what you do, and thank you for paying it forward for other veterans who are coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan today. Yes, ma'am. Um, and my family and I are so grateful that yourself and, and Ms. Pope are doing things like this to help our brothers and sisters that are coming home and that are been home and are still in, and they're having their issues. Well, Chris, we're honored to do so. And I know on behalf of Lois and I, we thank you for your heroic service to our country. And it's the least we can do is to work to provide every wounded warrior with a service dog, an opportunity to have a service dog to uh, provide for that comfort and that healing. Chris, thanks so much for being on Loving Animals today. Give Lex a hug for me and I'll see you very soon. And 
And friends and listeners, please stay tuned. Coming right back at you after this brief message. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Licker Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Licker Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licker Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasevic for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Loving Animals on Pet Life Radio. You've just heard from Sergeant Chris Ellis about what Lex's service dog means to him. And and friends, I really was so touched, as I know you were, about hearing that horrific statistic, 20 suicides a day for those veterans coming back after serving in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he believes that the six that he lost, six of his friends he lost very recently, could have been saved if they would have had their own service dog like Lex. We have a lot of work to do as a country and a lot of work to do with the American Humane to provide wounded warriors, the those suffering from those invisible wounds, a service dog. For many brave members of our nation's armed forces, coming home as a civilian is only the very beginning of another daunting battle. Those invisible wounds of war, such as PTS and TBI, can cause such terrible symptoms in veterans, leading to depression, isolation, and as we heard from Chris, suicide. So American Humane is devoted to harnessing the healing powers of the human animal bond to help veterans. And a growing body of scientific research actually proves our point. Specially trained PTS service dogs can reduce stress, can reduce anxiety levels, can mitigate depression, can ease that social reintegration, can provide confidence, and importantly, can restore confidence in veterans. But there are obstacles standing in the way. Waiting lists are long. The process is expensive. And again, compulsory training costs about, you know, thirty, forty thousand 40000 a dog to get a dog trained to be matched appropriately with the mental health care needed too for the veteran impacted. So American Humane, know that we are committed to putting more healing leashes in the hands of veterans in need. So I want you to know that there is help on the way, but we have much more work to do to help these incredible heroes who are coming home from serving in the front lines on the war on terror. We have much work to do to provide for hope and healing on both ends of the leash. Thank you today for being part of our Loving Animals community, listening to this podcast on Pet Life Radio. We look forward to welcoming you back next week for another impactful episode of Loving Animals. This is your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. See you next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.